Hello, and welcome to another edition of Ask the Professor, a crowd-driven, crowd-funded feature where we respond to your questions on history, economics, culture, political philosophy, all those things that matter to us in our common life as citizens. And today's question comes from Isabel, who says, can you elaborate on your statement that government is based on force? I've heard you say this in a number of videos. I know lots of young people, though, who think if something is desirable, government should do it. It's the quickest and most efficient way, and they're not concerned about the possibility that it's not the right kind of way to do it. I'm delighted to answer this question, but I'm going to start not by elaborating on it, but by contracting it. Because I didn't say government was based in force. I said government was force. This is a technical definition. It is not, at this point at least, a moral judgment. Government is the one entity within a society that claims and enforces a monopoly on the legitimate use of force. And that's essential. Without government, society would be quite literally impossible. We need the state to protect us from foreign invasion, domestic upheaval, subversion, and crime, both force and fraud. But the reason government can do those things is precisely that it is different from every other organization in society. If I go into a grocery store, they say, if you want oranges, you must give us so much per kilogram. If somebody thinks there's too much litter in the streets, they come to me and say, would you join my group that goes around picking up trash? If I want you to support my videos, I say, please go to my website and make a pledge in order to sustain what I do. But in none of these cases can the store say, you must buy these oranges. I don't care if you think the price is unfair. I can't be conscripted into a litter brigade. I can't make you contribute to my videos. You have to want to. It's got to be a mutually satisfactory transaction. But government isn't like that. In the most obvious case, if I go into the store and steal the oranges, the storekeeper doesn't come after me personally. She calls the police and they don't come and say, if it is agreeable to you under these conditions, come down to the police station. They say, come with us. You're wanted for questioning. Then they say, come into court. The judge hears the case. If they find me guilty, they say, pay this fine or go to jail. There's never a voluntary element. And of course, there couldn't be in the enforcement of criminal justice. The same thing is true of defense of the realm. They don't try to convince people who've invaded the country that they should leave under certain circumstances. They say, get out or we'll kill you. And they don't try to persuade you, in a large war at least, that you want to join the military. They institute a draft and you must go to do something a lot more dangerous than picking up litter. Now, I'm a, f a fan of small government. It doesn't mean I don't value government. Quite the reverse. Those things which government does, it must do or we can have no society. And that includes enforcing environmental laws. If people are putting poison into the air or the water or throwing it onto your lawn, they're violating your rights. And when your rights are violated, you go to the government and say, vindicate my rights. So there are lots of things that government can do. But government cannot, for instance, actually carry out charitable activities. Real charity is where I intentionally give money to a cause I think is worthwhile. But if the government comes along and says, act as though you cared, give us your money, we're going to give it to that person who you didn't even choose, that's not charity. See, that's coercion. It might be a good use of the money, but will it be a better use of the money than I would make myself? No, by definition it can't be because if I give the money voluntarily, I feel that it has gone to a better cause going to the recipient than it would be if it stayed in my pocket. I consider myself better off and the person who agrees to accept it considers themselves better off. 
But when the government makes us do it, there is no guarantee that either of us thinks we're better off. You might say someone who's on the receiving end of a government welfare program, you'd think, well, they're unlikely to resent it. But remember, by it being done through the state, they're deprived of private charity, which might well treat them better as they understand it. Anytime there's a private transaction, I go into that grocery store, I agree to the sale price of the oranges, it means I think those oranges are worth more to me than the money I've had to part with to get them. The storekeeper, on the other hand, wouldn't sell them for that price if she didn't think that she was better off having the money I've just given her than if she'd kept the oranges. So every voluntary transaction, by definition, involves two parties, both of whom believe they're better off after it happened. Every government transaction is this one where only the government is convinced because it made you do it that it's better off. I mean, it, it could be mistaken. As private people can be mistaken. We could buy something and then not enjoy eating it. But in principle, mutual satisfaction, at least at the moment of the bargain, is the condition of private transactions. It is not a condition of government transactions. And therefore, they do not generate wealth in the proper broad sense, mutual benefit. One side is better off, one side is worse off. I don't feel better off when I pay my taxes. It's true that I get things from my taxes I couldn't get any other way. And we use politics as a very crude second or third order approximation of customer satisfaction in the marketplace. But it is and will always be a very crude approximation because once we choose a government, however we choose it, it uses force on us as it must. That is what it is for. And therefore, it is impossible to ensure that the transactions are mutually satisfactory. They get bad enough, we vote the bums out. But that's as good as it gets. It's as good as it's ever going to get. And that's why people like me say government should be kept small. It should do only those things it has to do. And the things that it has to do are precisely and only those things that must be done by force. Because government's not based on force. Government is force. And that, I think, is a very useful analytic tool for making decisions about when government is doing something that it should or should not do. That's where the moral judgments come in. Not because government is a bad thing, not because force is a bad thing inherently, but because when force is used for purposes that cannot be achieved by force, you have an unfair and a cruel situation. So that's why we must always remember in evaluating how to deal with the problems that confront us, how to settle public policy matters, that government is force. And it can only do those things that can be done by force. And a great many of the things that are most important to us in this world, including feeding the hungry, cannot be done by force. You cannot grow a crop by force. It's inherently a cooperative effort. You can take the rewards of somebody's labor and redistribute it without their consent. But that destroys wealth. That doesn't generate wealth. And the more government gets involved in food production and supply, the more certainly hunger will result. Not because people are stupid, not because they're ill-intentioned, but because they're confused. They've lost sight of that critical point that government is force. If you're enjoying Ask the Professor and you'd like to ask a question, go to this URL and it will take you to the appropriate place on my website. And if you think this feature is worthwhile and you'd like to help it continue along with all my other work, virtual reality and non-virtual, click here, make a one-time or monthly pledge so that I can continue to bring you Ask the Professor, the documentaries, all those things that make up my work. Thanks for watching and we'll see you next time.